Hello, and welcome to Saint Stories for Kids, a weekly podcast full of fun stories and facts about the holy men and women that have come before us. I'm your host, Chantal Barros. Saint Stories for Kids is brought to you by Shining Light Dolls. Discover award-winning Catholic dolls, books, toys, and more. Passing on the faith through proven play-based learning. Catholic mom designed, Catholic kid approved. Visit www.shininglightdolls.com to learn more. And check out our new free printable Saints and Symbols alphabet cards. Today we'll be telling the story of St. Josephine Paquita, whose feast is celebrated on February 8th. Josephine was born in 1869 in the village of Olgosa in what is now Sudan. Josephine's parents were successful and well-respected members of their community, and she had six siblings, three brothers and three sisters. Her life was happy and carefree, until tragically, at the age of around seven, she was kidnapped by slave traders, never to see her family again. The trauma of her abduction and consequent slavery caused her to forget her birth name, and instead she became known by the name given to her by the slave traders, Bakita, which is Arabic for lucky. Between the ages of seven and 20, Josephine was sold three times as a slave and then given away before finally gaining her freedom. During those years of slavery, Josephine endured physical, mental, and spiritual abuse. Her last owners were an Italian family that spent time in both Italy and the Sudan. After living in Italy for several years, the family decided to move to the Sudan permanently. During the transition, they left their daughter and Josephine under the care of the Canosian sisters in Venice, Italy. When the time came for them to join the rest of the family in the Sudan, Josephine refused to leave. She had found a true home with the Canosian sisters and wanted to join them. The family fought hard to keep Josephine as a slave, but thankfully, on November 29, 1889, the court ruled in Josephine's favor, stating that because the British had outlawed slavery in the Sudan before Josephine had been born, and because Italian law never recognized slavery as legal, Josephine had never legally been a slave. On January 9, 1890, Josephine was baptized, received Holy Communion, and was confirmed by the future Pope Pius X. Josephine was assigned to the Canosian convent in Schio, where she spent 42 years. She worked as a doorkeeper, sacristan, and cook, and was known throughout the community for her ever-present smile, gentleness, and holiness. St. Josephine Bikita is the patron saint of human trafficking survivors and Sudan. Now it's time for our story. Josephine pulled her cloak closed against the chill of the early morning air. The sky was blue and the air crisp and clear. She took a deep breath of the cool air and smiled. She had found peace here in Italy and loved her home with the sisters. Every morning she woke up early, said her prayers, and made her way to the church. As sacristan, it was her job to get everything ready for morning mass. She had been doing the job for years and loved it. She took great care in making sure all of the elements needed for the holy sacrifice of the Mass were taken care of and ready for use. As she walked down the cobblestone path to the rectory, Josephine considered what she had to do that particular morning, and made a mental note to check to make sure all the holy water stoops were adequately filled. She was thinking about the holy water and other aspects of her job as she took the rectory key from her pocket, unlocked the door, and began to open it. Suddenly, out of nowhere, a beautiful young man, radiant with bright light, appeared by her side. Josephine froze. She felt so surprised by his sudden appearance. And then, 
just as suddenly, a memory from her childhood came flooding back to her. It's him, she thought, the figure in the sky that saved me. Standing there, holding the rectory door, Josephine remembered a night a long time ago when the same figure had appeared to her and saved her life. She was only seven years old and had no idea how to get back to her family, but that hadn't stopped her from trying to escape. When the evil man that had kidnapped her from her home had been distracted, she and another enslaved child had run. They ran and ran and ran, as fast and as far as their little legs would carry them. But the two children alone in the African wilderness really did not have a chance to find their way home. The reality of that fact began to hit Josephine as night fell, and she and her small companion found themselves deep in the forest, surrounded by the ominous sounds of wild animals prowling in the dark. The two small children huddled together under some leaves. They were so alone and so afraid. They had no idea which way to go or how to stay hidden from the beasts of the forest. Josephine wished with all her heart to be back with her family, and tears welled up in her eyes. Suddenly, through the blanket of leaves, she saw a bright light above them. She peered out cautiously, and there, in the sky, she saw a beautiful figure surrounded by light. She pushed the leaves aside and stood up. The figure smiled at her and pointed. She grabbed the hand of her companion, and even though the figure said nothing, she felt at peace and she trusted him. His presence gave her the strength and courage to continue on. Come this way, she said to the other child. Let's go this way. The two little children followed the shining figure in the sky for the whole night, surrounded by the darkness and wild animals, but no harm came to them. As dawn approached and the forest was slowly illuminated by the rising sun, the shining figure smiled back at Josephine and then disappeared. They had made it through the night. Josephine looked around at their surroundings and realized they had made it out of the forest as well. Now, more than 20 years later, as a Canosian sister in Italy, Josephine was confronted with the same beautiful, shining face. She wanted to speak, she wanted to say thank you, but she couldn't. The surprise and shock of it all had left her speechless. He smiled again and then disappeared. Josephine walked into the rectory and slowly closed the door behind her. She knew in her heart that she had just come face to face with her guardian angel. The smells of the sacristy filled her nose. The incense, the candles, the flowers, they all mixed together and smelled like home. She was home. Through God's providence, she had found a home. Tears welled up in her eyes, tears of gratitude. She had suffered so much, but God had always been with her. Meeting her guardian angel proved to Josephine that God had always loved and guided her, even before she knew that he existed. The story of St. Josephine Bikita reminds us that God loves and guides every single one of his children, even before they know him. St. Josephine Bikita, pray for us. Thank you for joining us today, and we hope you enjoyed the story. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast, tell a friend, and reviews are always appreciated. Until next time.